My sweet Lord Hare Krishna My, my sweet Lord yeah. Okay, how about My Sweet Podcast? Um, hey folks, we're a week behind. I'll give you an explanation when we get into it, but welcome back to the Harland Highway. Glad you are here. What a tasty treat. All kinds of fun stuff here today. Uh, I'm going to be playing the second half of the live stand-up show I did while I was up here in Vancouver, Canada. Kind of an improvised set. We're going to play that later in the show. I, I promised you that a few weeks ago. So staying true to my word, that's coming up. Also, uh, we are going to be doing the question of the day. Today's question of the day is a doozy. It's one that you've, I'm pretty sure it's something you all want answered, and it's something you've all done, okay? And then lastly, oh, my God, it's going to get a little more intense. I went in and got checked for cancer. Ooh, yeah. I'm going to tell you what I did, what led to it, what they found, which is a little scary. Uh, not really. I don't want to alarm anybody, but anyhow. And I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about you know going in and getting checked and uh, suggesting that you do it as well so you can stay healthy. But what could be better for you than the Harland Highway? You just made a wrong turn onto the Harland Highway. I am out here for you. You don't know what it's like to be me out here for you. It's like I picked the wrong week to quit smoking. I'm funny how? I mean funny like I'm a clown, I amuse you. Like I picked the wrong week to quit drinking. I make you laugh, I'm here to fucking amuse you. You're riding down the Harland Highway with Harland Williams. I'd buy that for a dollar. (laughs) What was it we had for dinner tonight? Well, we had a choice, steak, fish. Yes, yes, I remember I had lasagna. What do you mean funny? Funny how? How am I funny? It's like I picked the wrong week to quit amphetamines. That is thought for Samantha thing to say. Welcome to the Harland Highway. I picked the wrong week to quit sniffing blue. Okay, okay, settle down, everyone. I know you think I was kidnapped or I've gone missing or I'm lost in the Amazon, which maybe I am. Maybe I'm podcasting from deep in the heart of the Amazon jungle, monkeys and killer ants and crawling stingrays and fire wasps. No, 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 no. I'm saying this because it's rare that I miss a podcast. You know, I do it every Monday and every Thursday. And I think we've been doing this for five years now, maybe. Good Lord, a long time. And for those of you that have been with me from the start, thank you. Um, and for anyone new, welcome, and uh, blah, blah, blah. But but I, I rarely miss a podcast. Um, no matter where I am, what I'm doing, I try to uh, make it happen. I try to lay down a podcast. And, and last week, I was just so slammed. I had so much going on. I was traveling. I was traveling, flying. I was between Los Angeles. I was between Vancouver. I'm shooting a sitcom, I'm dealing with some other issues, and uh, I just couldn't get the time to lay down the magic, ladies and gentlemen. So uh, here we are, and uh, we're back on track, and, uh, you know, hopefully uh, this doesn't happen. But like I said, I think I think over the course of the whole podcast history, I, I don't think I've missed more than th- maybe three, four over the years, so I'm doing pretty good. So please forgive and forget. 
And uh, let's move on. Let's talk about important things and stop wasting our time with this. And when I say important things, I mean, how about this? Um, The Harland Highway question of the day. Let's start right there. Raj, what do you think? Let's get right into it. The Harland Highway question of the day. Let's do it. The Harland Highway question of the day. Okay, here's the big question of the day. Why do we do this? Well, we all do it. If you have a driver's license, you've done it. And you're probably sitting there going, I haven't done it. And I'm telling you, yeah, you've done it. And you're like, well, what have I done? And I'm like, I'm going to tell you what you've done. And you're probably like, well, I've never done it. If it's coming out of his mouth, I've never done it. And I'm like, yes, you have. And you're like, well, hurry up and tell us what we've done. So here it is. My question of the day is when... You are with someone in your car, or you're around someone you know in your car, and let's say you're driving and you drop them off at their house, at their apartment, at the mall, wherever, and they've been in your car for who knows how long, could be five minutes, could be five hours, who knows, you've been in the car spending time together. You drop your friend off or the other person off, and you say goodbye. They lean down into the, okay, goodbye. See you, Harlan. Thanks a lot. That was really fun. Really had a good time at the petting zoo with the porcupines. Um, You know, you do your big goodbyes. You hug, you kiss, you slap each other on the back. It's over. They get out of the car, slam. The car door slams. They turn to walk away. And what do you do? You get on the horn and you do this. Why? What? Why do you do it? What? Why do we do it? And I told you you've done it. You didn't believe me, but you've all done it. You honk. You honk at your friend or your family member as they're walking away, as you're pulling away. Why? You were just with them. You just spent time with them. You just did a long goodbye. But for some reason... You need to let them know that you're leaving again. What is the honk for? It's like, okay, this seals the deal. I was just going to park out here in front of your house. I was I was going to sit here with the motor running. But uh, this, I'm going to listen to this. Okay, now I'm out of here. That means it's official. It's all, Or it's almost like saying goodbye again. Isn't it? It's like a, it's, it's an extra goodbye. It's like you're you're you say goodbye, you start driving away. Oh, just in case you didn't get enough goodbyes out of me, there's another one. You know, I'm just honking to let you know I'm leaving, that I'm still here, but I'm leaving. You know, in case you were wondering where I went eight feet ago, I'm right here. I'm now I'm twelve feet. It's like good lord. And I'm sure I'm sure the people around you never appreciate it, because you know when you're driving and you hear a horn, you're like, "Hey, what, 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 what's that? What? The, who, why are we honking? Is someone, someone going crooked? Someone going to hit me? What, what's that?" Little do they know it's you honking goodbye to your friend that you already spent three minutes saying goodbye to. What is that? I mean, you don't you don't go to a party and you meet someone. And you go, hello, my name's Harlan Williams, nice to meet you. And then you walk over 
to the uh, snack tray, get a shrimp popper, and then come back to the same person and go, hello, I'm Harlan Williams, nice to meet you, and then honk in their face. You know, so what? what's with the, the, the extended goodbye? I think we've all done it. It's like, I get it, you're leaving, just go. Quit telling me you're leaving. Quit enough with the secret signals. What the English language isn't good enough for you? You the words goodbye can't be final. You have a need to give me some kind of a honking horn instrument. I mean, God, why not just pull an orchestra out of the back truck and uh, you know some guy with a French horn and a piccolo and a tuba and they could. Do Tychowski's Fourteenth uh, Concerto <laughs> and just play out there on the sidewalk, just to seal the deal. I'm leaving, but before I go, I want you to hear Tychowski's Beethoven's Fifth Symphony here. So I'm just a little miffed. I'm a little confused. Why do we do it? Why do we honk? After we've already said goodbye, Roger, that is the Harland Highway question of the day. The Harland Highway question of the day. All right, let's enough with the honking. I feel like Aunt Ruthie's going to show up any second. Um, <laughs> so there you go. There's the Harland Highway question of the day. And um, let's move on to something I promised you guys uh, a few weeks ago. I had uh, I had played some uh, live stand-up where I, I told you I had uh, dropped in at a local comedy club up here. I'm in Vancouver, Canada, British Columbia, on the west coast of Canada. And I'm shooting my uh, sitcom up here for season two. And uh, there's a local comedy club called The Mix, and I like to drop in there and just kind of work out new material and practice stuff and... You know, sometimes I'll throw in an oldie and see if I can refine it, or sometimes I'll do a newie, or sometimes I'll just talk to the crowd and see what comes out, and maybe uh, something comes out that I can use, I can keep. Um, So uh, I played you uh, a segment of of that stand-up set uh, a couple of weeks ago, and I promised you I'd play you the, uh, the, the back half of it. Uh, in an upcoming podcast, so why not do it right now? Uh, here we go back to the comedy mix in uh, Vancouver, BC, and this was me just up on stage, winging it, goofing with the crowd, seeing if I can get some laughs, find some new material, and I uh, hope you enjoy it. Uh, this is the second half, and we'll finish it up. Here we go. <laughs> I'll tell you what's fun about being in Western Canada. Anybody here from Western Canada? Where are you, gang? Where are you from, kid? Right there with the hand halfway up, unenthused. Abbotsford. Where's that guy? Just down that way. Yeah, thanks, Google Maps. Yep. What's that guy? It's like being in Cranbrook. See how hard comedy is, sir? That's why those big fucking lights are shining here, sir. You learn any valuable lessons tonight, are you, sir? You're a good guy. What's your name, the guy that just yelled out Cranbrook, sir? Over here, talking to a guy that just yelled out Cranbrook? 
Spike. What is it? Spike. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you this, Spike. You ever pull your nutsack right over your face? Pretend you're Freddy Krueger? like about being out in Western Canada, man, and I think you can back me up on this, because you, you have a good read on me. This lady here has a good bead on me, gang, okay? I'm sure you've heard that saying, Van, huh? That guy's got a bead on me, Sir, he's never been in a hospital. This chick here has a good bead on me, sir. How about you? You got a good bead on me, guy? You're going to go with no. Ever heard this sound? Dr. Smith to surgery, Dr. Smith to surgery, 4th floor, surgery, you don't know what that is, You know, man, that I like Western Canada because of the dinosaurs, huh? We're very close to the Drumhalla. Have you ever been to the Drumhalla and dug up for fossilized dinosaur bones? Have you ever gone down on your knees into Drumhalla and looked around for stegosaurus bones? Have you ever crawled around in your little schoolgirl dress in Drumhalla and looked for stegosaurus chibias? That's right, I drink my water like a rattlesnake. <laughs> it's okay. I'm gonna find the bodies. <laughs> I love dinosaurs, is what I'm getting at, my love. Me and you can talk about it later. Um, but dinosaurs are a bit of a mystery to us as human beings. I think there's a lot of mystery over here on the wall that surrounds the extinction of dinosaurs. <laughs> How about you, guy? How do you think the dinosaurs went extinct, my friend? The Big Bang or something. The Big Bang. Don't be way the fuck off, That's actually a life started, sir, okay? Never heard the word reverse, my friend? How about you, Teen Wolf here? How do you think dinosaurs went extinct, little buddy? I'm going to say meteor. Meteor, okay, there's a good guess. Huh? You're both wrong. <laughs> Here's how dinosaurs went extinct. Dinosaurs were not killed by a meteor. Dinosaurs were not eradicated by the Big Bang. <laughs> she said. Um, dinosaurs went extinct, ladies and gentlemen, because dinosaurs were eaten by rocks. <laughs> Think about it. Every time you cut open a rock, there's a fucking dinosaur. 
what are our fossils going to look like, huh? When the human race goes along and vanishes, huh? We're not here forever, kid, huh? Don't fool yourself. Sure, we're at the top of the food chain, huh? We dominate all the other species, huh? Don't kid yourself, kid. We're here for a brief little window, and then humanity, gone. Like a popcorn fart at a cineplex. <laughs> How are they going to dig our bones up the future species that inhabit the earth? Huh? Going to dig up bones, human beings, and bowling poses? <laughs> human beings sitting at their computers typing fossilized skeletons of human beings? Huh? Yodeling? I don't know. <laughs> Someone write me some material right now. Made in China. What's that, buddy? Made in China. Remember earlier, sir, when I said that? <laughs> Although that was better than what the fuck I had, wasn't it? Give him a hand. He's real good. He's real good. I got time for one more quickie, and then Daddy's got to fly over to Tim Hortons and get a hot chocolate and a fucking honey maple onion bun or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get to, let's get a topic from the crowd. This has been all me, hasn't it, guy? Let's get a topic out of the crowd, and then I'll wrap up on that. What's that? What, what, what was that one? Bluebird. Tinder. Okay, man. Sure, Tinder. What the fuck was that? Want someone to come over and drop worms in your mouth? Tinder. Tinder is little shavings of wood that we use to start a fire. Fire needed by human beings to generate warmth in order to survive. Human beings who have the capacity to think above and beyond any other living organism. Human beings that try to comprehend a universe so vast, so endless, so timeless that we can never comprehend it. And because we can't comprehend it, ma'am, I cannot do a joke here. So thanks for fucking up the show. You've been great, folks. Enjoy your other Oh, thank you, thank you. Oh, thanks. It's, it's as if I'm still there, isn't it? Uh, so I hope you liked that. Um, that was the tail end of uh, the uh, improv set I did. And, uh, you know, I'll bring some more of those to you as I lay them down. I think they're kind of fun. They got that real raw kind of live crowd feel. And uh, as you can tell, not all of my bits are winners kind of don't like to really expose people to that but i thought you know what this this is my podcast these are my peeps this is these are the pavement pounders if they can take the good they can take the bad um 
So anyways, ugh, there we go. Um, I wanted to switch gears to something a little more serious. And, uh, you know, this is something maybe I'm going to urge you guys to do, you guys and gals. Um, this happened to me, uh, I don't know, a number of years ago. I guess I guess about four years ago. Uh, I had a friend. I was dating a girl, and uh, she went into a dermatologist, of all things. And uh, she got some kind of random check, and turns out she had like a little freckle in between her toes. You know where you're in between your toes, where the where the webbing is, where 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 you look at it and you realize, you know, I'm probably half frog, because uh, we we all have those little. If you pull your toes apart, there's weird little tiny webs in there. We're either part duck or part frog, or I think I might be part salamander or something. And she had a little freckle in between one of her toes, and it turns out it was like cancerous. Okay, so um, and apparently in between the toes is a very common place for like skin cancer, little cancer things to show up. I had no idea. I was totally like illuminated. I was like, what, really? Why would cancer want to be in between your toes? But I guess, you know, cancer is a sneaky, sneaky thing. It's a crafty old killer. And cancer's probably like, I know where they'll never look. In between the webbing on their feet, I'll hide in the salamander cracks. So sure enough, she has this little freckle. Turns out it's cancerous, and she has to get it cut out and blah, blah, blah. So it was kind of painful for her, you know, a few days not being able to walk very well. and I mean, feel the skin in between your toes. It's tender, man. That is some tender, tender flesh in there because it, it never gets any use. You think about it. Most of the skin on your body comes into contact with something. Your clothing, your fabric, you touch it to the wall, you, you press it on the ground, you lay it on the bed, <laughs> your clothes touch it. When you think about it, in between your toes, unless you reach in there and touch it with your fingers, it, it probably most of your life never gets touched. It's probably some of the purest epidermis on your whole body because you don't really wash it ever. You don't, you know, unless you're a foot washing fanatic. But it doesn't get itchy in there. You never scratch in there. I mean, unless you got foot fungus. So it's kind of this dead zone that you wouldn't think to look at or inspect. So, anyways, she found this little uh, cancer thing, got it cut out, and uh, and then uh, and then that got me thinking. And, uh, and, uh, she said to me, she said, you know, have you ever had your body, you know, scanned? And I go, what do you mean? She's like, well, you know, you just go in and you get down to your underpants and the dermatologist looks all over your body for little bumps or moles or freckles or lesions or welts or warts or whatever. And I'm like, ew, no. Um, and she said, well, you should. And then I was like, geez, you know what? They found like a lump in between your toes. Maybe I should. So sure enough, this is about four years ago. I go in and uh, I get down to my skivvies in front of the dermatologist and she's looking all over me. And uh, before I went in, I noticed like a little, uh, little like rise in my skin on my back shoulder. 
It's just like a little bump. It looked like uh, it wasn't didn't have any coloration. It wasn't brown. It wasn't dark. You always hear that uh, oh the uh, the skin cancers are uh, big brown blotches or uh, weird blotches. So this was just like a little rise in my skin. Like I, I you know I didn't even notice it. I just happened to see it because I was suddenly I was a little more conscious of my body. And uh, I go into the doctor, and I, I said, oh, by the way, well, you know, I don't think this is anything, but you want to look at that? So she got a little thing, and she, she took a little, like, cut out of it, a little skin sample, and they sent it into the lab. And sure enough, it, was, it wasn't like a lethal form of skin cancer, but it, it was one of those things that could have developed. It was like precancerous or something. And it could develop into can't skin cancer or whatever or melanoma or whatever and and by the way don't don't be deceived according to dermatologists skin cancer melanomas are a, a lethal form of cancer apparently once you once you get the melanoma and it's in a full-blown cancer stage it it apparently it moves rapidly and it can be very lethal now i'm not a doctor so i'm kind of quoting what i've heard but it scared me man I mean, any kind of cancer is scary, right? But I didn't realize that that uh, skin cancer, melanoma, is is like you're in trouble if you get the, you know the real stuff, the severe stuff. It just crawls all over you like a vine. So anyway, she got this thing out, and uh, you know, then I had to go back in and have a little session where she just cut it out, and that was the end of it. It was gone. And then uh, you know, I had a few little dry. Sp- patches on my body and and what they do is they get a little it looks like a welder's torch and they get uh what's that stuff called the uh the uh you know the uh oh god what is it it's like that frozen it's like that real frozen stuff if you put your hand in it your handle like freeze instantly it's it's like a looks like mist looks like like uh fog Oh God, I feel like such an idiot. I'm not, I'm not thinking of the name of it. But anyways, they concentrate it in like this welder's torch, and they they kind of blast it on your little dry patches, and it kind of burns. It feels like you're being burned with a match or something, and it it like burns off the bad patches of skin on your body. Okay, so I I, I had a few little dry patches. I think we all do, and uh, and that was it. So so um, all of a sudden, it's like four years later, and I thought, you know what, I'm going to go in again. You know, this is probably something I should do every year. So I go in again, and sure enough, there's like a little thing on my chest, like it felt like a zit or it felt like a little patch of sunburn. It was kind of like irritating me a little bit. And so go into the dermatologist, get down to the ginchies, crunch. She, she takes a, a scalpel and cuts a piece of the skin off, sends it in for the test. And uh, once again, it was the same thing. It was like a non-lethal, non-can—you know, pre-cancerous. It's one of those things. If you left it for, you know, seven years, it would probably blow up into something. But still, it's nice to know what you got and, and you get it off your body. So here's where I'm going with all this, this long-winded stuff. There's a lot of things out there where you don't think about it. Like me, I'm a bit of a doofus. Like I, I never would have thought to go to see a dermatologist. 
So what I'm saying to you guys, because I care about you and I'm looking out for you and and I want you to be healthy and safe, uh, if you haven't done it, it might be time for you to just set an appointment with a dermatologist, look one up, uh, you know, on your computer, Google it, find one in your area, and go in, and it's pretty painless. You, you, you get down to your undies, and the dermatologist kind of looks over your whole body, uh, in your feet, on your uh, legs, on your chest, in your, in your scalp, on your face. And they just check for any of that stuff that could lead to problems. And boom, you're in, you're out. And uh, and the good news is uh, if you don't have anything, you just say, okay, I'll see you next year. And if there is something that you didn't even think you might have, they they can catch it. So anyways, I know you always hear these people going on about get your colon checked and have a cancer check and blah, blah, blah. I don't know. You probably should. But this one's easy. This one doesn't involve something going up your butt, thank God. But uh, So if, if you've never done it, I'm just recommending it. I'm suggesting it to you, pavement pounders, to go in and uh, get the old uh, one over on your whole body and make sure there uh, ain't nothing there that uh, could lead to trouble. That's it. Simple. So there you go, little little uh, little tip rooney for for you folks, from me to you, <laughs> um, from uh, cancer scab Willie over here to you. Um, and I'm going to leave it there. I think that's a good place to go. I, I keep it in your head that you uh, you get on Google and look someone up and go go to your uh, dermatologist. Um, and uh, also while you're at it, go to harlemwilliams.com. Check out the uh, the website. Uh, please subscribe to the YouTube channel. Just click on the button there. You can uh, check my stand-up schedule. You can uh, you can do all kinds of things in there. Go to the store, buy some merchandise, all that stuff, and um, and tell your friends about the Harland Highway. And uh, we want to get everyone on board so they can uh, have some laughs and go to the dermatologist. What? Uh, so that's it, folks. Once again, sorry we missed a week. I try not to let that ever happen, but uh, I was just over friggin' loaded. So uh, we're back on track. Hope you had some laughs here today. We'll be back on uh, Monday, and that is that. Until next time, get that skin checked and chicken chow mein, baby. <laughs>